and welcome back to the Saving Delaware History Podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Messer, and today we're joined by Elizabeth Coulter, the Curator of Collections with the Delaware Division of Historical and Cultural Affairs, and recent collections donor and Delawarean, Gail Reed. Welcome to the podcast, Elizabeth and Gail. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Today we'll be specially highlighting a recent acquisition for the historic collection of the Delaware Division of Historical and Cultural Affairs, an object that is particularly meaningful to the year 2020. The object is a hot pink poster board mounted on a cardboard sign inscribed Liberty and Justice for All in bold black lettering. You can go to the collection's Instagram page at Delaware History to see an image of the sign. Gail created the sign for a whipping post removal on the grounds of the old Sussex County Courthouse in Georgetown, DE that took place on July 1st, 2020. On the podcast today, we'll talk more about that day in detail and we'll speak with Gail herself to learn more about her and the meaning behind this object that was recently donated. Elizabeth, why did you want to talk about this topic today? This object, though, it came out of a special event and a special day. Next to things that we've been experiencing as a nation over a long period of time, but especially in 2020. And now it's around a year ago that on May 25th, 2020, George Floyd, who was a truck driver, a bouncer, a hip hop artist, and a religious mentor living in Minneapolis, Minnesota, died at the hands of a police officer in uniform during an arrest. And the response to that, um, the response exhibited by people across the country in the wake of George Floyd's death was unprecedented. So as we collectively mourn George Floyd's death, we too mourn the lives of many um, that have been lost to senseless and excessive acts of violence. Beyond that, so many of us have spoken out against and have acted to reform the systems that allow racism towards people of color in the United States. And the impact of the Black Lives Matter movement has been felt everywhere and manifested in different ways. And we've seen that a lot throughout the state of Delaware. And for the Division of Historical and Cultural Affairs, we're preserving, understanding, interpreting, and sharing the history of the culture of Delaware is at the core of our mission. It was really crucial for us to think about this moment, think critically about it, and the work that we had been doing and the work that we needed to be doing. Why do you think that is? And what were some of the ways you saw the change in the Division of Historical and Cultural Affairs? I think that many of us fall into a pattern of it will change eventually. And maybe that's in part because there's always an overwhelming amount of work to be done. I've also seen that with real change, there's always some sort of pushback because it's different from the way it was. And that really makes it challenging to move forward. However, um, the deeply established inequities and injustices that have been exposed and the hurt and the heightened emotions that many of us feel have ignited this urgency for faster change. And at the Division of Historical and Cultural Affairs, the division has really made it a priority to integrate change into the daily practice. And I've been doing that as in my role as curator, especially with the approach to new collections acquisitions. 
the curatorial team together has recognized the need to support and um, elevate relevant inclusive history through objects. And we've been working really hard to prioritize and implement a focused collections development plan to achieve that. Um, and all that being said, I'm still relatively new to this position. I, I officially started July 7th, but my unofficial first day was July 1st. And as you mentioned earlier, July 1st, the Division of Historical and Cultural Affairs um, staff members and contractors removed a whipping post that had been displayed on the grounds of the old Sussex County Courthouse in Georgetown, Delaware. This whipping post was originally located on the grounds of the Sussex Correctional Institution south of Georgetown. And the facility was developed in 1931, but the exact date of when the post was installed is unknown. And then later in 1992, the warden donated the post to the division. And it was at that point installed for the public display at the state owned Old Sussex County Courthouse um, in 1993. So the decision to remove the whipping posts in 2020 was made in response to calls from the community and in recognition of the violence and the racial discrimination that its display signified to so many Delawareans. And that day was a major moment. Um, and it was there that I met Gail and she had created the, the sign that really caught the attention of the staff, especially and everyone attending the event that day. And so um, that's in part why we're meeting today to talk about it. <laughs> so I'd love to hear a bit more about your experience with the sign and the whipping post removal, but I'd also like to hear a little bit more about you, Gail, yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, well, thanks for having me, first of all. I'm really excited uh, to be here, to join you this morning. Um, a little bit about myself. Well, I am a mother of three beautiful Black sons. I am a wife. I am a grandmother. Um, I'm a college graduate. <laughs> I have a master's degree. So in 2019, my son Kevin and I um, opened our first nonprofit called Aaliyah's Cupboard. And we um, blessed uh, children and families who are dealing with some serious medical issues um, uh, through donations and we uh, support the family in their crisis. Um, we are currently working with um, Nanakoot Memorial Hospital, I guess it's called Tidal Health in um, Seaford, Delaware. And um, we um, provide them with um, items, uh, personal travel size items to kind of get them through their crisis um, as, they're, as they're dealing with their child. I've recently joined the uh, Millsboro uh, Chamber of Commerce and um, I'm a child of God. I mean, that is the most important thing to me um, that I will be able to uh, stand as a witness um, to those who 
um, know the Lord and for those who don't. And how did you hear about the whipping post removal and why did you attend that day? Well, I heard about it. I think I first read about it in like some local newspapers that there was actually a petition that was being circulated um, um, through the local NAACP and some other community activists um, to, to garner enough signatures actually to have the whipping post removed. And I, then I, I started at that point to kind of begin to follow that movement uh, because like Elizabeth alluded to, there was a lot going on in our country and um, there were some things that were starting to happen locally that um, really caught my attention. Um, I participated in a couple of protests uh, one that took place in Rehoboth Beach, uh, right on Route 1. Uh, that is actually the first, will be the first time that you would see the sign. Uh, that's the sign that I held up for the George Floyd protest. And not just for him, but for all the other um, African-Americans who um, were, um, had had died. Um, and uh, I, I um, actually took, um, that poster and just me um, just kind of walked into up to the town of Millsboro and stood right at the sign as you would enter Millsboro and held my sign up um, in support of the social injustice that was happening um, around the country. So I felt that it was important that um, Every corner of the nation, every small town was represented in spreading um, the message. And um, I stood there for three hours just holding just me and my pink sign, uh, uh, you know, in town. So it um, really did um, impact a lot of people, um, even as they were passing through the town. And um, I thought, you know, that slogan, liberty and justice for all, really speaks volumes. What was that day like for you? That day for me, um, when I went up to Georgetown to witness the removal of the whipping post, um, it was an emotional day for me. Um, I've, I've actually worked in Georgetown for over 30 years and have gone around that circle um, many, many times and have seen that whipping post there. But I guess, you know, you become sort of desensitized to things. And it was almost like you saw it. I, I see I see it, but I don't see it. And when they actually were there at the post, I mean, I just felt like a rush of emotions because I was like, my goodness, I mean, all of my adult life, I've seen this here, not realizing why it was there, you know, even when it was put there. Um, so it kind of forced me to come face to face uh, with myself as far as, you know, here is something that over the years, you know, many people that I had long before me has suffered 
you know, on that post, you know, um, being whipped in public and, and, um, and we don't even know how many, we don't even know who. And I thought, well, this is, this is, this is the time now to um, support the community and looking into getting that, that post removed. Why did you create this sign specifically? Well, I wanted a sign that spoke to the heart of the situation that was happening across the nation. I wanted to create a sign that would speak to everyone across the board, whether you were young, whether you were old, whether you were black, whether you were white, whether you were of a different nationality. We from grade school, kindergarten, learned the Pledge of Allegiance. We recited that every day of our school days and even at social events. And this is a pledge, the Pledge of Allegiance is part of, it's part of the Pledge of Allegiance that's been recited um, in this country for over 400 years. And so when we recite the Pledge of Allegiance, we do so with our right hand over our heart and we're declaring that under God, there is liberty and justice for all. So there's no mention um, of a specific race or ethnicity and that we as a people of this United States of America would, um, would not or should not be discriminated against. At the end of that Pledge of Allegiance, it specifically says that there should be liberty and justice for all. It did not say for all white people. It did not say for all black people. It did not say for um, all Latinos. It said for all. And that means all of us collectively, no matter what race we are, no matter where uh, our walk of life, whether we were rich, whether we were poor, that we all should be treated equally and with justice and that to me was like, you know, if we, we, this has been ingrained in us since our childhood days. What is it about this that we don't get as adults? I mean, because you would think that with the repetition, I mean, can you imagine how many times in your lifetime that you've actually recited the Pledge of Allegiance? So what is it about that, that we can't apply that to our everyday life. And can you imagine what the world would be like if there was liberty and justice for all? So yeah, so the sign was created to, because I wanted that, those simple words to kind of speak volumes to the person personally and how, how have you applied that in your life? How have you shown that to others? Giving me chills. <laughs> Got goosebumps. Yeah. And it also speaks to one of the greatest commandments that is found in the book of Mark, chapter 12 and verse 30, uh, which says to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. 
And the second one is love your neighbor as yourself. And so there's no commandment that are greater than these. And so with that, speaking with that, um, we should love one another, support one another, be there to help each other. What made you donate your poster to Dorcan Cultural Affairs? Well, um, I didn't, when I was asked to do that, I was, I just kind of shocked, but um, I just thought the sign would be appropriate across the board for everyone because, you know, we always coming up just recited the Pledge of Allegiance and towards the end of that is that phrase, liberty and justice for all. I just thought it was appropriate for the, for the time. I mean, it was such a movement going on. So to have that, you know, donate, it was, I didn't even hesitate really. It's like, yes, please take it. What does it mean to you to see your sign in a museum collection? Wow. I was honored. I was humbled. I was just blown away. (laughs) I mean, here I am, just a small gal from a small town in Millsboro, Delaware, and being asked if my poster could be a part of history. I was so honored. I was either, I had so many emotions running through me that day. I mean, I, I, I laughed a little bit. I think I cried a little bit. I was excited. I started texting people, you know, just to say, hey, they're taking my sign, you know, as a part of the, um, to put it as part of the um, collection. And so, yeah, I was emotionally kind of all over the place. But at the end of the day, I was just so honored that um, that Elizabeth and, and others had asked that that sign would be a part of the collection. It means a lot. I was just thrilled to even to be asked to place my sign um, in the museum. I carried that sign with me, you know, during the protests for George Floyd and for all of those who tragically uh, had been killed across the country. And I'm hoping that with the social unrest that's happening in the country, the removal of the whipping post, which was a reminder for many, many years of those who suffered, you know, at the hands of the authorities who whipped them. So I wrote a quick note on the back and dedicated that sign to my granddaughter, Aaliyah. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see it there and be able to share the story now with you know, my kids, my family, and say, hey, if you ever see this sign, you know, it's mine. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a legacy, definitely. And I'm just so excited about it. Well, I can't thank either of you enough for taking the time to speak with us today and making the space to have this discussion and bring to light some of this more recent history. Thank you both for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us.